Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removal storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Hello and welcome to Gone Off on a Tangent, the only place you need for sports, information and entertainment with a small e. We'll pick apart the news as we do each week, like a child picking out onions of a small cheeseburger from a Mackey's Happy Meal. Joined as always by John Hartson, ex-Celtic and West Ham, Dan Taylor. Good evening, Adam. And a little fella called Carl. Hello there. And in the guest seat this week is a man named after a volleyball floating in the Atlantic Ocean. That is Wilson. Hello. Good evening. Hello, Matt Wilson. How are you well? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? You showed up this time, did you? I did, yeah. The defeat wasn't as bad this week in terms of numerically, but it was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was probably worse, to be honest. It was terrible. Yeah, it was was bad. For those not included in this conversation, you're obviously a Man United fan. Yeah, for my sins. Yeah. Just to the right of you is Bielsa staring at you. The great. Yeah, and you kindly gave me a Mr. Leeds number one fan mug to drink out. I did, yeah. uh, Wish we'll take a photo of a bit and put on the socials, I'm sure. (laughs) Tea was nicer. Good, that's the main thing. How do you take it? Mm. What about the tea? Mm. (laughs) He took it with milk, which you picked up on the way here. Thank you very much. So my children could have milk before bed. Yeah, So that's very generous of you, Carl. Um, Couldn't reach the blue top, though. That was top show. Talking of that, we've had some requests to measure your car. Right. Are we, so going, we've, uh, we've are we doing that now? The tape. Yeah, I think we should do it now. Okay. As it's starting, DT's going to do the honours and I'll stay on the mic. So what do you think, how tall I, do you think you are? I know for a fact how tall I am. And it is five, five foot ten and then like halfway up the in between the half bit. So I'm going to go a quarter. So talk amongst yourselves as DT the gets the measuring tape out. He thinks he's five foot ten and a bit. You can't put it at the front of me, you bellend. You have to do it on the wall. Because that's not an accurate measurement. Anyone ever been called a bellend while being measured you before? Sure. Unless, it, unless it makes me taller, then do it from the front. <laughs> <laughs> How tall was Brickhook Car? Can you remember? Five foot six. He's a dwarf, isn't he? Hey, get Small. off that yellow pages. I'm not on the yellow pages. Why? Are we already over five foot ten. I hope he's six foot. I hope it's a sliders off, I think. I hope it's an illusion. Oh yeah, you need to be flat to the floor, Stubbsy. Take the shoes off. That's, that's adding an inch, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I kept them on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a little pen for the wall like it's one of my children? No, I think yeah. you need a book, so we've got a flat. This, no, well good. this is great audio. Yeah, really good. I've said five foot ten and a little bit. I don't think you're five foot ten, mate. Well, I fucking am. <laughs> <laughs> It's been broken to him that he's not five foot ten. No, honestly. Right, you sit back down, Carl, no, while, while the final adjudication comes I, in. I, I reckon last time you did it, yeah. you hadn't had a hair or you hadn't had a haircut. Why? Because your hair you got Yeah. You just foot, you're mumbling now, lads. I'd Come on, say we have a conclusion. Five foot nine. No, you can't. Five foot nine. Say, just make it up. Make this it is up. a serious measurement and you've just tossed it off. No. It looks so small. <laughs> Even for this angle. Yeah. Five foot nine, is that the official no, reading? That, no, because that's incorrect. People on Twitter want to know, Carl. We, we've been five, asked to do this. Honestly, five foot ten. Let's what was he, DT? Five You're the official no, judicator. Five, five, five nine. Five nine and a half. Which will round up. Five, <laughs> five nine and a half. <laughs> and he tried to be corrupt <laughs> with his sliders. Yeah, well. that's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. it's cheat. Well, yeah. It's up to the uh, well, skirting board. I, at the end of the day, you didn't um, use a book on top of my head to get a fair and accurate measurement. 
So you stood on the fucker. <laughs> Well, Honestly, if we're going to do it, you've just made a complete mockery of it. And now you've made me look small. Anyway, are we all well? Are we all good? <laughs> now we've got that shenanigans out of the way. Are we yeah. all good? Well, we're, we're having to now. rush around tonight anyway, aren't we? Why are we rushing around? Have you got a football on you? Yeah? Your yeah. footy, yeah? Yeah. Where is your footy? On the end of his leggy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cheap, guys. That's cheap. <laughs> Funny, but cheap. <laughs> uh, what position are you playing? Such a twat, isn't he? Um, anyway, Swear box. all over. Bit of everywhere. Yeah, six aside, mate. So. I thought you were a striker. I am, but I'd go and goal every now and again. I've seen Brad Fredo being up front. It's genuinely one of the finest things I've ever seen. Uh, I've seen it in real life. It's like one of them Spanish bulls we talked about last week getting loose on a football pitch <laughs> somewhere in Lincoln. I was thinking that when we were listening back, actually. I'll be honest, in goal isn't much better. What, were you in there? No, when he goes in as well. It's literally like as soon as momentum starts going one way, it ain't changing. <laughs> I imagine, though. More because I imagine you was actually being Sean Dyche, and you're clearly not. I imagine he was quite vocal in goal. He was. Get out! To be fair, one of the best moments in warm-up football this season was DT's performance. I've never laughed so much in all my life. He kept coming out, shouting keepers, and I'm not joking, he must have done it 15 times and genuinely didn't get near the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And when I did get... And when he did, he dropped (laughs) it. I had a bit of a bad, bad night. Like we all um, have games like that, mate. I always refused to go in goal because I knew I was fucking terrible at it. I think it's absolutely like horrific. Making it sound like I'm terrible in goal, but actually on Monday nights I'm actually all right. Normally. Yeah, five sides are all right. It's a bit it? different, isn't it? So we've, we've discussed um, Man U quite a bit, but no Man U fans normally been present. So how are you feeling after the weekend? Because it's been clear today that he's not going anywhere anytime say, soon. He's got the, the, he's got the support, apparently. Yeah. There was a rumour on Saturday... Uh, at, it was Leeds Leicester on Saturday that uh, Sunday sorry that Brendan Rodgers has agreed verbally but I've only ever seen that on like betting sites and nah, stuff which is always a little bit wink wink nod nod so, so Roy Keane went in did he Roy on Keen a fan outside as well yeah, yeah. Saw that. <laughs> offering him out <laughs> was, yeah. oh I had two pints <laughs> <laughs> so go on then give us the load how are you feeling yeah it's, it's just not good is it I think um, I personally think the Man City game was worse than the Liverpool game for me personally, we, we had more shots on target against David De Gea than we did their keeper. Yeah, good stat that, wasn't it? Horrific. Yeah, it, it, I watched it was and it I felt the same. Four touches in the opposition box. Yeah, it's a well. joke. Yeah. But I, I watched it and um, I felt exactly the same. You felt it was worse just because you had no control over it whatsoever. Mm. I mean, Liverpool are a completely different side to City the way they play their football, but they just absolutely took it to pieces. Yeah. But City, they just played, they were playing with you. It, it felt pass, a- pass, pass, pass. It felt a little bit like when you played, like when you were year seven and you played against year 11s. Like we were just bullied. Yeah, you were. Like it was embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's, but also as a, as a, as a, I've grown up, we've all grown up with obviously unbelievable Man United sides. I've grown up, that just isn't you. Old Trafford, first minute, everyone behind the ball. It's like, what are you, what? This just isn't Man United at all. And then when they start defending, it's like a cat with a laser pen. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Fucking terrible. (laughs) And literally, Wambasaka. There's just no words for like that. Uh, afterwards, the, the pundits being speechless. It was just well in the summer on Mambasaka actually when when all the England stuff was going on. Um, a friend of a friend knows a scout within the England setup. Get out, how long winded? <laughs> a few a few removed. Make um, <laughs> making it up. And uh, I asked why Wambasaka wasn't Basically, in the squad. You don't know him. I don't, I don't, I don't know him personally. No. <laughs> Borrowed a work. Uh, he sorted a few <laughs> tickets out for me, but I, I don't know him. So uh, so we asked why is Wambasaka <coughs> not in the squad because he had quite a good season. Blah, blah, blah. And the the scouting report we had back was basically you just can't defend. Can't defend. Can't defend. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, he might be amazing going forward. He might be quite young and, and, and we got had a good four, future. And we had four right. 
and we had a thousand <laughs> right backs. But yeah, that was it. Basically, came back that he just can't defend. So it's it's fascinating times at your place because I. You got to stick or twist now, haven't you? You got to stick with him and just see the season out and see where you are, or you've got a twist. But you keep losing candidates. Well, yeah. and he keeps playing the same. Like you, you keep doing this, playing the same team. You're going to keep getting the same result. You're not playing, changing the formation. Well, I haven't they have, seen they've it. They've changed. They're, they're, what well, he's yeah, doing but, yeah, is what you, bad managers do. So when, when I've and I've seen it, we've all seen our fair share of bad managers. Over the cracks, they, it, yeah, they just it. they just react to stuff. So got Tonk by Liverpool, right? Five at the back. Mm-hmm. Okay, good result against Spurs. Yeah, but it's with the same Spurs players. Oh, same players. players. Same just, players, granted. Same players in a different formation ain't going to work. It's like, but, it, but it did against Spurs. So it's like, okay, that'll work. And then City come and it's like, right, we'll do the same. But they're a lot better. So there's like, no, <laughs> than Gar- anybody Garin, else. Gar- yeah. At that, yeah. Gary Neville said before in his little pre-match thing is that I'm happy if they're going to sit in, but they should be setting traps and bursting out and tackling them on the break. Yeah, because oh, you, you could have played there all game, not bothered. No. Just nothing. Just absolutely incredible. The, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, really. And the yeah. pundits, hilarious. The is pundit, that well, yeah, but the pundits this weekend have properly nailed it. Like even for someone who usually doesn't have a fucking clue, Michael Owen actually got it bang on. When Michael Owen's getting it right, you're seriously in trouble. Yeah. yeah it makes me laugh though because Ollie's just like, oh yeah, well I've got a world class coaching team. It's just quite like, clearly well, not. No, you haven't. Quite clearly not. The, so biggest, the biggest time. cheer of the game was when Van Beek won. Well, they kept singing his name, didn't they? Yeah. But yeah, but how many they times is like, Yeah, well, he actually, I thought he actually played quite well in the few one clip that I well, saw he of him sliding things, a through ball. Through. No one else in that midfield wants to do, which is get hold of it off the back four and like you say, make slide stuff through and make yeah. stuff happen. So you're going to get the odd mistake and you're going to get the odd pass that doesn't go through, but at least he's trying to make things happen and get darts in, in behind the back four. So I, I just, I, I don't know, it's hilarious, but... Well, you have a stick or twist now. Yeah, Conte's I mean, gone, it, so that's one option. I'd yep. like to think if he was any other manager at any club, he's on borrow time. Surely, he. I, I listened to another podcast, not obviously not as good as this one. How dare you? Um, on their podcast as well. I know, unfortunately not. Um, but it, they said that Solskjaer on the side reminds them of a dog watching humans have sex, like he doesn't <laughs> quite know what's going on. But I thought it was a, such a good analogy for it because he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had it happen? <laughs> no. Luckily. Have you? It's so weird. <laughs> Binky, at which you've all met. We'll just stand Are we there. talking about the dog shit in the garden? We'll, sit, we'll stand there, we'll stand there, like next to me whilst I'm having a piss and just watch me have a piss. Why? <laughs> like an episode of the in between. Honestly, I get a proper stage fright. <laughs> piss off, Willie Binky. <laughs> Would Binky start Fred every game as well? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bit weird, isn't it? Do you yeah. see what, again, touching on Roy Keane, you see what he said after? Yes. I grab him and go, why are here? you playing Fred? If he was here, <laughs> why are you picking Fred? <laughs> it was so funny. It's worth watching when you lose just for the outcry. I would have absolutely loved it to see just like Ollie stroll into the studio and see if he actually would, would have done it. That would have made superb. The way Roy Keane is, you, you, he's not exactly uh, back with the thought, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we go on with the show? Yeah. So, so um, our first story, which... Um, won't come as a surprise to anybody that these guys are, are, are in, in th- enthralled in, in this. So Blatter and Platini charged with fraud of over £1.6 million. Anybody shocked in the room? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody nope. shocked? Anybody shocked? Okay. Um, so the Office of the Attorney General issued a statement on Tuesday to say former FIFA president Seth Blatter, or Bladder as I put him in the notes, <laughs> and former UEFA president Michel Platini have been incited over a £2 million euro, I'm assuming it is, Oh no, it's two million Swiss franc payment. Uh, so they sent a dodgy payment again. Is anybody shocked that that's happened ever? No. Uh, we're going to have to watch a World Cup next winter 
because of these boys in a corrupt nation. So <laughs> thanks, lads. So you've, you've finally got them. You've nailed them. It's funny because that comedian chucked that cash up, didn't he? Yeah. Which is Simon Brod- Broderin, John Brod- Broderkin, what his name is. Um, and each of the ca- and that image is there forever now, isn't it? And there's nothing you can do. But it's no. just, it's, if you put it's a name in, it bang comes on, up. It? Yeah, absolutely bang on. I think I tweeted it from the account, actually. There's a gif as well of it. I think I tweeted it from the account. But yeah, no, absolutely no shocks. It's been corrupt for such a long time, wasn't it? Ridiculous. Which is why all, all roads always lead back to this. We've discussed it plenty recently on previous shows is that you can't let them get the way with like two-year World Cups and all this sort of You just can't let it because this is, these are the guys that are doing it. The guys now are just as bad as these guys. Yeah, I think the majority of people that are in power, they've always got some sort of agenda for something. The Super League, now yeah. this. Same thing, isn't it? Million. Well, you've, yeah, you've, gone past, agenda, yeah. isn't it? you've gone past the obvious thing. We've got a World Cup in bloody December. With it. What's a, when's the final? We haven't got past it. I just said it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you were back on no. the rock. <laughs> um, you were swiping. No, I weren't. I was doing some research and something else, actually. Carry on, Carl. No, because you've already spoke about it. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right. It is going to be in the winter. With uh, with uh, I was thinking about this earlier. I was chatting to, to Billy about goalkeepers because he was on about Ramsdale. And uh, how annoyed would you be if Ramsdale plays other than Pickford? You'd be annoyed. No, because I really like Ramsdale. Oh, do you? Yeah. God, you're so good. You were so when strong he, in it. Surprisingly, the... really good, isn't he? Well, yeah. But, mate, he's like unbelievable. And then the I think it was the Leicester fans were chanting. Did you hear it? See yeah, him? With oh, your shit. shit. <laughs> and, he, and he gave it the. <laughs> Himself, I was like, I love that. Yeah, you got to love that sort of arrogance. So much time for that. And what a save off that free kick. Jesus. Yeah, it was an unbelievable save, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Phenomenal. Does anyone want to add any more to the corruption or should we just well, let it, it go past yes. and hopefully they spend some serious time in jail, which is unlikely because well, they're really expensive lawyers? We all... Uh, it's not a surprise to anybody, is it, really? No. Not just at all. Matter of time. Uh, up next, a kit launch related to these guys. And it's a shock to you. Your mother's got a beard, sandals and a penis too. It don't look right. See, when she's walking down the street, to see a ball bag jigging to the beat of her feet, I say. Your mother's got a penis. Your mother's got a... That is the Goldie-looking chain-themed kit from Newport <laughs> County. Uh, I thought I'd pick one of their absolute bangers uh, from iTunes. Uh, that's been withdrawn from the shelves due to uh, Burberry kicking off. Uh, but a few got out there, a few snuck out. So a few have got these in their cupboards, which are obviously now collector's items. Limited edition. Yeah, but um, have you have you seen the imagery of the shirt? It's horrific. I'll turn it around because Stubbsy bad. nailed on Stubbsy hasn't seen it. What's your thought, Stubbsy? I like that. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> it's horrific, isn't it? It's not great. I'm, disappo- I'm disappointed the, uh, the shorts don't match. I think that'd be more impressive. Yeah, they, they look almost like a pillowcase. Like a... I'd, I'd like go full Burberry onesie type thing. <laughs> For some reason, they've got in the in the press release they've got that's Rashford in it. Mm. It's all about. It. Is he one of the Burberry spokes? Yeah, he is sponsored I by. Think so. All I could think about when I saw it was that. Can you remember that lottery lout, that Michael Carroll that won all yeah. that money? That's all I could think. He was about. Mr. Burberry, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. That's all I could think about when I saw it. It's shocking. Well, we've spoke about kits before quite extensively on this podcast because we're all big fan of sort of 90s kits and stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, it's an absolute shocker of a it's kit. Horrendous. And, the- and I'm <laughs> yeah. not surprised that in any way, like shape it, or form yeah. that Stubbsy sat there saying, well, I'd probably wear that. But also... I don't from- wear it because I don't wear football kits because I'm not 12, but... From a, from a fan's angle as well, though, it wouldn't <laughs> be... You're unlike you, virgins. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be great on the eye, though, would it, either? No. In terms of in the stand, because it's it's quite a it's a mix match of colours in it. So right. it might be great. 
Got to think about these things, Carl. When, when you're away in the away end, you don't go to football anymore, so you wouldn't know. When you're in the away end and you're looking across the pitch, you don't want sort of shapes and like a blend. Yeah, it's the last thing you need. There. It's like black kits aren't ideal either when you're looking up against the crowd. Nightmare, really. You want bright, bright kits. What was that famous kit you wore that uh, you were losing? You changed, changed it half time. Was the grey one? Was it the grey when you changed it into the blue one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That was peak Ferguson, that, wasn't it? Apparently we blended into the seat. Yeah, of course you did. Must be the kits. Must be the kits. <laughs> Must be the kit this Must year then. Kit. Oh no. Are they wearing grey every week this week? <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays. <laughs> just colour blind. It were always Southampton used to get one over you, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Them and West Ham. Newcastle when I was a kid. Really, Newcastle used to. Yeah, like, but they well. were good for like, what, three years? Mm. Like one of the best sides in, in England. And then Ferguson melted his mind and he came and he lost <laughs> it at Ella Road. I remember getting slapped 5-0 by Newcastle. That one great. Was that the Philip Albert Philip chip? Albert Philip Albert chip. Oh, yeah. It's famous mm. that, isn't it? We got beat six three by Southampton. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was, was that the that was the kit day, wasn't it? Was no, I don't think so. I think it was after Letizia mm. scored another lob. Yeah, he was different. Gravy, he was wasn't a, he? Oh, what a player he was. Different gravy. Good keepers get lobbed. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a fact. Small keepers. It's like good get players lobbed. get legs. <laughs> well, how tall was Schmeichel? He got lobbed a couple of times, didn't he? But that, the uh, Letizia one, he was absolutely grounded, wasn't he? Didn't, yeah. He didn't even make a move, just flipped. Mm. Oh, what a player he was. Not all keepers can cry for centre-forwards on toast all the time, though, so. I've never seen you cry for anyone. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Never. I got bollocked for it in that game. We needed to win to win the league with 1-0 up and a cry for centre-forward goal. God, he went off his head. Fucking hell. <laughs> There's so many stupid things you've done on a Sunday morning, though. That, that booking, <laughs> mate. When we had so we, we had this thing right in the fines. If you went the whole season without a booking, you got <coughs> you got fined fifty quid into the kitty. So it's like the biggest thing you could do, but you had to get a booking. And there was Stubbsy who hadn't got one. I'd have been booked first minute the first game on that mate, time. And as a keeper, obviously you got to do something pretty bad to like get booked. And he what was did just, you do? He was just stood there waiting to take a goal kick. I'm just like, that was like, get on with it, mate. And he's just You'd like, just and he just stood there and he was like looking at his studs, like going, like checking. You'd be phenomenal. And he was that. just like looking, tied, pretend to tie his laces. He hadn't even got laces. It's perfect with that level of shit on with it. And then because the refs are just shit houses on Sundays, aren't yeah. they? And they just mo- like, even Andy Pearson will know exactly what I'm talking about. But. He is one. Nobody took on to what I was actually doing. And, I, and then we're genius. When we, when we all realised, we're like, oh, fuck. And yeah. I was, so he what literally come, he come, over, he come over and, oh, I was there a good 90 seconds. <laughs> Mate, it was, it was, it got to that stage. It was like, this is really awkward now. It's fantastic. <laughs> and the ref ran halfway down the, into the half and just like, give me a yellow. And I was like, get in there. Cheers, lads. And everyone was like, you prick. No wonder you love Allardyce. This is sort of tactic. On Sunday, obviously we play out from the back and Melier's, Nine times out of ten, he's really solid with his feet. But the crowd at Leeds still haven't sort of grasped, or some of them haven't grasped that we play out from the back, even though it's been four years. And he got it on Sunday, ball rolled to him, and the guy behind him must have screamed, like, get rid of it, get it out! And he's Cruyff turned to him, he'd gone round him and just played a nice little pass, and he's gone, God, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? Are you absolutely for real? The other thing that happened on Sunday, which... Um, there's a Leeds player that, uh, that will remain nameless because it's not fair to name footballers, I, I feel, in certain scenarios. And he's been getting uh, online and amongst fan base, by, uh, you. Lo- by me, lots of abuse. But Tyler not, 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 directed at him, <laughs> not directed at him ever. I don't at people on Twitter, but in the general talking about the season. But when he's on the pitch, I clap him, cheer him on, would never think. Two guys behind me, when he got subbed on on Sunday, one booed him 
And one guy stood up and screamed, will you put a transfer request in, you shit bastard? <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I, I was, even I was like, mate, are you for real? Turning around thinking, I mean, no, you don't, that's ridiculous. Talking about people shouting stuff, do you see the, yeah, uh, was it the Everton fan that was giving Stuart Atwell? Yeah. <laughs> a load of grief. Atwell, Atwell, which game are you reffing? It's not this one. And the comments that went, he's literally not. It's not Stuart it's Atwell. Kavanagh. It's Chris Kavanagh. <laughs> <laughs> Still giving Atwell a load of shit. Atwell. <laughs> I'm going to go up and tell him. Atwell! You're a cheat, Atwell! Talking of referees, let's have a little listen to uh, Mark Clattenberg. Make yourselves comfortable. <laughs> We're here oh. for about three and a half minutes. When the ball gets delivered. Oh, Paul. When the ball gets delivered in from the Paul free Farmer. kick. I knew there was a touch by Gareth Bale. I think it was Gareth Bale in the middle, which then put Ramos, who scores the goal. And I said to the assistant, it was very difficult with the noise. And uh, I'm screaming down the headset, Have you? did you know there was a touch in the middle? when the ball gets played in, you know there's a touch in the middle, you know there's a touch in the middle, and he just froze, and I could see him looking at the big screen, and I'm screaming at him, can I restart play? Did you see the touch? And he's froze, completely froze, and about one minute later, I restart the game, because I have to, we didn't have any technology, I restarts the game, and eventually gets him down the communication kit, and I said, Simon, did you see that offside, or was it tight? And he, he, he said, oh, the headsets weren't working, I went, Amazing that the headsets didn't work. They're working now, but they weren't working for a couple of seconds when they made a decision. He'd had one of these moments in his life where he just froze. And when you watch it back, it's a difficult decision, of course, but a one that I would expect me assistant to make. But what I was very fortunate in this final, two, three minutes after half time, I'm presented with a really 50-50 penalty with Torres. He's very clever getting in front of Pepe. Very clever getting in front of Pepe to draw a foul. Is it a foul? It's very subjective. It's a one that you wouldn't want to settle the game on, that's for sure. And I give it because it gives the balance back that Madrid wow. have the chance on this offside goal certainly to get the balance because if I don't award that penalty, then what would happen is Atletico would go, we've had an offside goal and we should have had a penalty. So it was one of them perfect scenarios in refereeing where I give the penalty, Pepe comes running at us and he says, Mark, I said, what? He said, that wasn't a foul. And I said, oh, was your first goal, to be fair. And he just left. So that was it. We'll put the ball on this penalty spot. And then Griezmann hits it. And it hits the crossbar. And I just thought, wow, this is my day. This is the perfect day in referee in that. Very the lucky. penalty I gave <laughs> for Atletico, which was that. very, it was easily giveable. Jesus. But it gives them a chance to get back in the back in the match with the offside goal. Uh, just to say that, that that comes courtesy of the Brazil, uh, hell. Brazil. Just to say that comes courtesy of the Brazil. Fucking hell! That comes courtesy of the Brazil. Fucking. Brazil. If that clip weren't long enough, it's going to take you another three minutes to say it. Best thing is, it's all got a doubt. I'll just keep talking about it. <laughs> this comes. Courtesy of the Brazil Shirt Pod. Uh, I think this is the first time all of you have heard this. I put yeah. on the rundown. Thought, initial thoughts? Love Clever. it. Love that. Yeah, what, so was he like good refereeing yeah. or? Well, he's, he's obviously done what he needed to do. And like he said, he's, it, everything's fallen right for him. I thought when when he start, first started playing, I thought it was a Ant and Dex Saturday night takeaway, to be honest. But. <laughs> so, given the fucking Ben Lake. Uh, I, I, I first heard it and was a bit like, wow, okay. But then your brain sort of starts ticking over and thinking, okay, well, if that's how well, he shook, good, to good shook, referees... To shut Pepe up, that could yeah, be but if, but if good referees are refing like that, I think I'm on board, I, I think I'm on board with it. Because mm. it, 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 he's sort of shape-shifted in the moment and gone, okay, 
Well, we all know how quickly the game. Before VAR, isn't it? Yeah, as well, exactly. I kind of love it, but equal, oh, equal, I'm, I'm equally, conflicted. I'm like, actually, that's probably not ideal. I'm really, genuinely quite conflicted. It'd be shame because if it, like he's, they, <clears throat> did they not score from the first? So, one? so the the it's offside because yeah, yeah, no, so, did they so score? They fucked that up. The yeah, but did they score? The, the penalty, the goal, yes. So the they goal, were one the nil goal, down. One, one nil down, and then they've missed the penalty. Yeah. So he's, oh, he's, right. he's so he's, he's obviously. Balls I was, at the all line I was thinking was that they didn't score that, and then they yeah. missed. Like if they'd have scored the penalty, they'd have been one nil up instead of nil nil. So know. in his mind, he's absolutely thrilled that balls the goal up shouldn't be a goal. Yeah. Give him a pen that isn't a pen, and they've missed it. Perfect scenario for him. Yeah. But in theory, he's got everything wrong. Because <laughs> it isn't the goal, and it isn't a pen. Two runs so made a right. What I just don't like is I'm conflicted. It had bounced down, gone over the line, but it had given no goal. Just to, <laughs> just to square it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more damning than Clattenburg, I suppose, and he's making decisions in, in the moment. It's the lino just crapping the bed like that in a final. Just to, oh, can't hear you. Can't hear you. Yeah, Champions League. Yeah, Champions League. Can't hear you. No, sorry. Can't hear you. I'm still in the pub. I'm on the pub. I'm on the way home. <laughs> You're not on the way home. <laughs> I, I, I just, that, that's bad, isn't it? Mm. But Kartenberg's so outspoken. He, he mm. does it all the time. Hasn't he got a tattoo of his leg on of that himself? Final? He's got a tattoo of his leg on <clears> his <throat> self. What? No, no. He's got a tattoo on his leg of that final. Got three things wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. What about his leg? <laughs> Hashtag really fucked it up, but came out smelling a roast. Still got the fucking medal leg. I just thought it was interesting. Why clip. would you get a tattoo of a final? Because it's the biggest thing you can do, ref, ref, isn't it? Yeah. You remember how Webb said it? You've not won anything to get there, have you? No, but in the referee's weird Apart from circles, the competition. That is, well, yeah, as a ref, you've won the last. So Howard yeah, Webb did the World Cup and he did the Champions League. So he got a tattoo of the World Cup on his Probably. leg. Probably. Right, right, he's bald head. Just there. He just wanders around <laughs> Rotherham telling people. Ex-copper, and he won't fuck Howard Webb. You ever met him? No. I did an uh, event at Lincoln City <laughs> years ago and he was there. He's not really like my type, forum. to be honest. He's a massive nerd. Is he? Yeah, massive, but he's, he's big. But he was saying, because he was a copper... On the pitch, he's a, he's a big lad as well. He was just had the authority, like like you know, you're addressing piss head, piss people on a Saturday night, you're getting right in their face and all that. Said so just straight away, said so some people have just got no authority on the football pitch, and we see plenty of them, don't we? Week in, week out. Weak is the word. Weak as piss. Yeah, there it is. He's got two tattoos, Clattenburg. I've just looked. He's got final Man- Milano, 2016, with the Champions League. Didn't and think you struggled with Milan. But he's, uh, he's also got uh, Euro 2016 final, France. Got two tattoos. It's just confirming refs are nerds, aren't they? Absolute nerds. I wonder if Andy Pearson's got, like... West End. <laughs> West End. <laughs> Ron Eaglen Cup Ron final. Ron Cup final, 2003. <laughs> How many emojis do it take to fucking get that over an eagle? <laughs> I refereed AFC West End versus the Dog and Duck Sunday the 16th of October booked 14 people including the goal it was fucking about for 90 seconds yeah. and it pissed it down uh, under, under it under italics and it rained uh, I caught him on camera once he no looked yellow card someone oh, oh fuck it he did a no look yellow card classic I got it on can you remember yes up yeah. the wall Sam it was yeah oh. well played <laughs> uh, moving on to more elite levels of football, uh, Xavi is the new manager of Barcelona. Shock. Yeah, Barcelona. I can't say I'm that shocked, if I'm honest. We're not really full of shocking news this week, are we? Um, early thoughts on it? He's got a hell of a job to do, hasn't he? Work cut out, which I never thought, well, 
I never thought we'd probably say that about Barcelona, but they're shambles you could off say the field, that against so. many sides, though, couldn't you? Look at Man yeah. United now. You never probably yeah, exactly. thought they were going to fall apart like they have. No. To be fair, I don't think Spanish football is what it was, full stop. Like they, Since they've put these um, wage stru- structures in, mm. like it's shit on uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid and even Atletico. They got up, they've been schooled by Liverpool, haven't they, to be fair? Both times that they've played them. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it's not interesting. really much of a surprise, but I'm sure he'll be... I don't doubt that he'll be a great coach. Um, I would uh, implore anybody uh, that wants to know a little bit more about what's going to happen with Xavi or what they're going to try and do is uh, watch the documentary Take the Ball, Pass the Ball. Oh, mate, unbelievable. Um, it goes into great detail, uh, actually, about you boys getting shellacked by them in whatever final year that was. But Two more, finals, yeah. Yeah, more importantly, it looks at the, the, the succession. Yeah. And, and getting back to their DNA. When when Barca try to act like Galacticos, it never works, always fails. And then they go back to their formula, their trusted DNA of bringing people through that famous academy and playing the same way. And I, I, I think it'll work. I honestly think it, because he'll just, he'll demand it. Well, he's been there and done it as a player as yeah. well. And actually, I know it doesn't always work out with ex-players, as we've seen with Solskjaer, but it's one of those where he's he was ingrained in there. DNA it all started with Cruyff, didn't it? He brought it in. Yeah. And then obviously Guardiola was under that school, went away, came back. And literally, then this will be exactly the same. Through from schoolboy stuff all the way through. And granted, really. I doubt they've got a messy landing. So oh, no. But anytime in, soon. Well, yeah, exactly. But I'm sure with the right tools, it'll uh, make an impact. Have you seen the new stadium that they're building at Real Madrid? Talking about sort of that region of the world. Have you seen one? it? Have you seen it? Nah. You need to go look at it. Everyone needs to go look at it. There's a bar on the top, like the whole way round, looking down the pitch, like a fully working what food. What could possibly and... go wrong with a 200 foot well, I don't think I don't think 2,000 Burnley fans are turning up anytime <laughs> soon. Fucking brilliant up here. Uh, I think it's fine, but it looks ridiculous. Like the pitch all comes away. They can put, obviously, like, like Spurs' stadium, but it's even more impressive than theirs, if you can believe that. It, it obviously it all goes away in segments and then they can put obviously what, they're, they're adapting the burnabout or they're moving they're doing it now if you don't remember they've been playing away they've been playing at um, oh right okay. the training ground yeah, so yeah, they're, yeah. they're building it now but it's I mean they're meant to be potless which again we've talked about before I mean they're clearly not because they're backed by the royal family and Santander but just just unbelievable I'm just going to have a look at it I'll put it in the group it's just it's going to have a look at it it's just crazy it's an unbelievable stadium what it's going to look like. But I think Barca, they're going to extend as well, aren't they? Since they've got a grip of the finances, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, because the new company needs to be yeah, a bit bigger. bigger, 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 bigger thing, yeah. I don't think she need to modernise it. That's the thing. It's just, just stick another couple of levels on it, I reckon. Just keep going up. <laughs> just go up and up and up. We're like being top of Kilimanjaro. <laughs> oh, what's that? Here we go again. Can you hear it? <laughs> Tickets, please. Oh, oh. There it is. It's still going. The magic managerial roundabout. The famous Neil Warnock has left his post. Has he? He's gone. Are you two going to do any impressions of him? You, you normally do. Uh, I'm a bit Warnocked out, if I'm honest. Warnocked out. Yeah. A bit, a bit, <laughs> Sounds a, like a you standard evening. <laughs> he'll, he'll do another job because he, he can't help himself. I don't think he She wants him to retire to Cornwall and go on his tractor and he won't take another job. I don't think he will. He's already said that he's still looking. Nah, I think he's done. Do you think, think he'll take a bum bag full of signed autographs with him again? I hope so. <laughs> I that hope that so. one where he's, he's on the bike. Yeah, he's on the bike. <laughs> oh, Neil. 
Hiya, Sean, you all right? As, he, <laughs> as he's cycling. The bowling ball, the bowling In the full story is my favourite of his. The bowling story, when he's uh, he collects all the cash. When he's like, come on, lads, we're going bowling for a night out. And then he rocks up with his own shoes, bowling ball, gets about 300, it. Gets 300 and takes all the cash. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously Warnock's gone. Uh, replaced by the old Sheffield United manager Chris, Chris Wilder. Wilder. So he's yeah. already in post. So he's taken that job. Uh, I thought he had held out for a prem job, but obviously he wants to get back in. Gibson's a hell of an owner, isn't he? So that's probably what he's looking at. It's a chance yeah. to get loads of time there, don't you? Yeah, sounds like it. Plenty of money. Uh, He'll back you. It was all set from when he departed. It was all lined up. I think uh, Dean Smith has also gone. So uh, Villa fan. I know they're on a bit of a bad run, but I'd, that did actually surprise me a little bit. Didn't surprise me in. I know, well, I know, I know. He's well received by the players looking at it because I've seen quite a few messages yeah. from ex, well, current and ex Villa players. It's not like footballers to talk shite online, is it? No. And cover their ass. He was called the GOAT by Grealish, which I thought was hilarious because <laughs> he's been managed by Pep Guardiola. Should get yeah. on. Who? Dave Smith. Dave Smith. Got nothing else to do, is he? Got nothing else to do, is he? He's not to join the GOAT pod. But um, I'm not surprised. I mean, yes, they got promoted, but it's, there was the third highest money anyone's ever spent and they got through the playoffs mm. they then nearly got relegated thanks to uh, the goal on technology not working the second season then they didn't do very well they finished about 12 I think we finished above them and so this it, year they, they're going only going one way there's so a bit of a ceiling isn't there with pulled them. the trigger mm. no but they, they seem to have really good spells where it's working I got, I got a text off a mate that said basically that he, he thinks that it, when he's got sort of not necessarily British players when he's got players that are all working the same way pressing hard up the pitch blah, blah, blah. now he's got a better squad he doesn't really know what to do with it Yeah, they're I'm, looking for a different direction and, I was just and, about to say yeah. that when, once you've started buying class players it's kind of you need more yeah. I think that's like not in the same sense but I think that's what happened with Danny Cowley to some extent like he mm. went higher up the ladder and then all of a sudden he's like shit what do I do with these because these actually know how to play football and I can't just get them really fit and they'll be mm. fitter than everyone else and we'll do alright I think the message gets lost a bit I think so with like the way certainly that- with some of the like the, the foreign players I, know, I remember watching a, an in-training video when Cowleys went to Huddersfield yeah yeah, it was both like, hilarious yeah I, it's just like it was yeah. like a Partridge sketch just like we're going to play this way but it was like trying to you know put the accent you know like when but uh, it was on a school field like, as well Tony quite Adams enjoyed. was doing that one yeah. and then <laughs> Yeah, I felt had a bit of an element to that, but you've dropped your beanbag. You've dropped your beanbag. <laughs> Egg and spoon. Mate. Round the cone, round the cone. Well done, lads. Keep it together. Keep going, boys. Don't know where he's from. They're from down south, aren't they? Essex. Yeah. Pick it up, pick it up, mate. Pick it up. There, love. Well done, well done. The uh, that was terrible. Um, and then obviously our mate Farker. Yeah. Rest um, in peace. The impression is gone. Has he come on? Has he? Got, no, he's not here. Is, I don't know. No, he's come back. Has he started the podcast that uh, you said he was going to start? What podcast? Was it, you said no, I think there. he said he started a band. Oh, a band called what? I can't remember now. Strudel <laughs> Pimp. <laughs> something like that. It was almost like they won a game. It was like we don't do That's that. That's harsh, isn't it? That that was quite. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out. Winning <laughs> games, <laughs> scoring goals. <laughs> We've got a plan here. Son. Get him out. Yeah. Well, I'm amazed they beat Brentford because we played the week before and they wouldn't. We, we were bad, but they were just nothing short of horrific. Mm-hmm. And to see them beat Brentford, Brentford are on the slide a bit though. To be fair, do you reckon they're getting worked out a little bit. Well, we're two points behind them. We've had a terrible start. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned it. Right in the mire. <laughs> a crisis point at one point. Thank God I've got a microphone speaking to, to about these things. But it, it was, have you seen what? Have you seen what? Fox I was said? close to bringing the Samaritans phone number. <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> 
<laughs> I've not seen what he said. The no. worst, the worst thing you get, and this is we're all we're all in this boat. So I'm just clearly not a Leeds thing. I was um, at half time. We, I couldn't believe we weren't winning. We'd conceded a goal on Sunday that it was a great finish, but it really pissed me off. And I just said to some mates. God, if we don't win this, I'll be fucking fuming. I got the one message you should never send a football fan back. And if he's listening to this, you're an arsehole. It's only a game. It's only a game. Fuck. Chill oh, out. No. Who said that? Shove it up your Mate ass. of mine. Who? I'm not naming names. Why? Not naming names. It's not fair. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. Oh, no, no. You're a disgrace. Do I know him? I don't think so, no. Good. Is it, is it, this is stupid. Ben, I'm, I'm sat inside the stadium. Red rag to a bullet. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Farker has said uh, his parting thing is uh, until we meet again, which I thought was quite classy. Huh? He's never returning to Norwich. I don't care what anyone <laughs> And also, has anyone actually. So the, the club said he is welcome, him and his staff are welcome back anytime. If I was Apart Farker. From next week. Yeah, if, yeah. And not in the dugout. If I was Farker, I'd be at the door every week, yeah. just what, wandering into hospitality. And you said I could come back any, any week? Norwich, you said I could come back. And here he is, just knocking on the door. Uh, the, uh, I knew you couldn't do it without it. I couldn't do it. I thought he was knocking at this door then. <laughs> just breathing heavy on the window. He's just been running with bloody leading questions. Daniel, did, did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? Poofed and he poofed. And he no longer manages Norwich. <laughs> so Norwich. Uh, bit. Yeah, it's a shame. He was, he was a character. Uh, as a wider thing, uh, I'm not surprised. I'm more surprised about that sacking, just because I just didn't think they'd pull the trigger. I thought, well, they'll go down. They'll, I thought they'd bring they'd them back just, up again. Yeah, I don't. yeah. And and the link names linked today, they're all in the same pool. So uh, Villa and Norwich are both linked with Lampard, which I'm not sure is an upgrade on both managers. Mm. If I'm honest, no. It was just a really bizarre time to do it. Yeah, when you've got a, you've just like actually a, got a result. You've actually just won a game. <coughs> but the actual time it isn't because it always happens. It's, it's this, this, this. We've had loads of international games this, this year, haven't we? But this is the gap. Normally get called because mm. they've got a full two weeks now to work, and it's pre-Christmas, pre-Christmas running. Do the interviews, find out who's. Yeah, so it, it's now's the time. It's just we've had a couple that have happened before, but it's the same names. And then obviously Eddie Howe's gone at Newcastle. Eddie Howe. Uh, thoughts on that? Fairly obvious, wasn't it? Good fit, I think. I think it's great. I think it's a good job for him. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a fascinating one. I, I, I'm going to watch with real interest because I just we know he plays good football. We know he's a real. You seen the videos online of um, is it Richie that he was trying to get at Bournemouth or something? And uh, yeah, didn't he refuse to play? And he was at the end. There was um, Carl, Carl Wilson COVID. and somebody else, and we're That's all sat it. around a table. Yeah, and Ritchie they're like, and if, he can't, if, he if he can't bring Eddie out. We can't bring Richie to Bournemouth. Bring I can't remember the words, but it was funny. You should. I think there's enough attacking talent there. Genuinely, it's just at the back they need to sort out, and they'll probably solve that in January with some signings. Yeah. But it's it's I heard the usual trope today uh, on on the world. I, mean, I don't listen to it much anymore because it's fucking shite. But talk sport O'Hara. Oh, we just we just with Steve Bruce. Don't get me started on that. He's a whopper, isn't he? He is He's one of the biggest whoppers. Also, we now know, thanks to Twitter, he doesn't know the offside law, oh. which is good because mm-hmm. that goal yesterday, the Saka goal, yeah, confused most of the internet. Yeah, they don't know the rules, uh, the laws. Sorry, uh, the Ben Foster's last man. Yeah, exactly, and they don't know it. And 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 O'Hara, I don't get this. I don't get this. You need scrapping. You need scrapping. You're an idiot, mate. You're an absolute. And he's managed cannon. a football club. Manager football club played at the highest level and now gets God knows how much money to sit in a talk sports studio and spout, studio and spout fucking nonsense. Bollocks. Yeah, absolutely Scary, horrendous. Mm. He's he's one of the worst. He's right up there. Yeah, he's, the amount he's of shit he comes right out there. with, it's just like you are an absolute. He's close to Cundy now. 
Cundy's up there as well. Yeah. But you get the Cundy's feeling with Cundy, he just does it for nibbles. Yeah. Because I think O'Hara is genuinely thick. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think Cundy genuinely, especially with Goldstein on that sports bar, he just, both of them would play off each other. And they just, they were looking for nibbles and people to ring up clearly yeah. and get loads of money off them. But it's, it's so it's obvious. It's an ex player thing though, I think, isn't it? Because like Bonlahor's exactly the yeah. same. I found that <laughs> uh, Richie thing as well. Richie the Bournemouth, don't think so. We'll bring forward. <laughs> <laughs> Classic player banter, that, isn't it? Yeah. This is great banter. The last thing on the rundown was brought to us by a bald man. Oh, God. Which is quite surprising that you'd be taking such an interest in somebody's need for a decent haircut. What's it got to do with you, Dan? Well, just get... I'm conscious there's two of you in the room this year. It's like a pair of bollocks this week. Yeah, it is, yeah. Right, said Fred are back. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, this isn't the room to be talking about haircuts. You've still got a 12-year-old boy's quiff and you two are bald. (laughs) And you're you're fine here. (laughs) I've got the best lid in here by a mile. Taking shots right about it. Did not really (laughs) take much. You look like Jimmy Neutral, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to the same barber since I moved to Lincoln. I refuse to change. Change is not good. Uh, so the story comes from uh, Daniel Sturridge. Do I need to read it all? Yeah, read it. I'll read it all. Right. So Daniel Sturridge on his, I'm assuming his Instagram. Uh, need a barber in Perth on Thursday. Only put your CV forward if you're top level. You see the vibes. Crispy clean. Smooth like I was my face. With, I washed my face with cake soap. Okay. If you've never cut hair like mine, don't bother putting your CV forward. My hairline is important to me. So yours, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's straight. I don't want to leave Australia with an M head hairline. Please proceed to put your CV forward. If after all I've said, you still fit the description. Top level craftsmanship. Barber level on 10. But don't charge anywhere near that much. 1,000. Brilliant. Oh, I just thought it was sort of slang. Barber level on 10,000, but don't charge me that much. If you're ex-Premier League football, I'm sure you've got the the Wonga. If you do, you're out the running. Shake your hands, I rebuke you. Okay, don't bluff me. I'm going to look on your profile. Oh, just checking out the socials. <laughs> if, if you put yourself forward, you are out of the running. I had time today. Well, I have the time day. I'm in quarantine. Still, bye for now. Is that real? Absolutely yeah. real Absolutely on, his, on, his, real. on his Instagram. Me. So yes, you need to be decent at cutting hair. I what think. the fuck is that about? But I remember Seriously. Beckham is done for ten grand. So that was years ago. So I think that's about the going rate. Sure, I think he's. I think he's well out of line there. That's about right. When I paid nine quid, as you well, can tell, Carl. Well, well, my my phone costs me about three quid a month, and a razor, not much more. A bit. <laughs> and female swan. Yeah. So. To be fair, I did WhatsApp you a couple of months ago and said, "You like come around? And I'm freshly, air. I'm freshly new to the ball game. How do you, <laughs> how, how do, do you do shave your head?" He was so ashamed. He was like, "Mate, you've done, you've, you've embraced it. I appreciate that. I respect you so much. Welcome to the club. I'll come around and do it for you if you like." Oh, so that's nice. Yeah. That's a yeah. nice story. I hope, After a brother, I hope this was post-COVID. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I couldn't be bored. I'd look like Matt Lucas. From Jimmy Neutron's Which one do you prefer, Carl? Which one do you prefer? I, don't know, I, just want to, I just want to see two pictures <laughs> side by side. So like after that, I can arrange it. Like, like, <laughs> after, yeah, that COVID, after that COVID quiz, have we got that we, ball? Uh, that 
That COVID quiz we had when you like won that competition. Yeah, the raft tried to sort my hair out, but never, never mind. <laughs> you were wearing a cap like you were on Wish Upon a Star. Yes, and we've been through this on a previous part. We wanted to go back to such horrible old ground, because it was horrific. You do look good in hot, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really suit them. It's, it is every type of hat that doesn't suit your head as well. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's the chins, isn't it? What's your favourite hat? I don't wear hats anymore, so I've, I've maybe got a maybe hat. this could be like a little competition we could do. Is try. I just envy people. Like people put put a flat cap on. Oh, they look really smart. Put a peak cap on because it's. So then done their hair and stuff. Happy days. Put a woolly hat on because it's cold. Cap. I can't do any of it. <laughs> flat cap. You've got a full dingle on it. No, have you got like the Peaky Blinder look? I could be a Peaky Blinder. I, I, I think you should wear a flat cap. I, I think, think you'd be I more butch dingle. I think yeah, the eyes. Fuck I think off, you should Patty. all go flat cap to Cheltenham. Yeah? Including I'm not wearing a flat cap. I look like a right Why don't you wear a top hat? I would look like a dingle. Stubbs is right. <laughs> top hat? It's even worse. Look like the fat controller. <laughs> Fucking horrific. Um... My rundown's done, so you've got an end game for us, I believe. I have indeed. Wilson! Yes. Well... I'm nervous. Yeah, well, as, as, a, as a fan of the podcast, one of my favourite things Very is, nice of you to say. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. You can um, come back. One of my favourite things is listening to stories about Carl. <laughs> so I thought, knowing Carl as I do, that I would give you two oh, a couple Jesus of stories. Christ. <laughs> and you have to work out whether they're true or whether they're false. Lovely. Stuff. So whether they're whether they're a stubsy or a whoopsie. <laughs> we called it a stubsy or a whoopsie. Yeah, yeah, stubsy is in my garden. Um, is, so, is, whoopsie, is whoopsie last week was leaving the chewing gum in the cup. Oh, what a scumbag! <laughs> Honestly, no decorum. In, innocent whatsoever. until proven guilty. You're guilty. As I said in the WhatsApp group, like I've been accused of two things. Guilty first of one, both. First one of. Not cleaning. Well, I did clean up the dog's poo, but then just left it. attaching the bag. Well, you don't have a dog poo bin, do you? So if Funny you haven't got a dog, so no. <laughs> if you had a if you had a dog poo bin, then that would eradicate. So that's that my problem. fault. Okay, so, so, apologies, Stubbsy. <laughs> yep. Right. If you're a, a murderer, right, just put yourself in that picture. You're a murderer. Yeah. Right. Whoever so you walk in. I don't know. You've murdered somebody. Right. And you've you've then you've left the crime scene. Yeah. You, you think you've got away with it? Happy days. Someone rings you and said, "Stubbsy, have you murdered that person?" You go, "No, nah, no, nah, want me, mate? <laughs> no." Nah. Now me, mate. Would you then go back to the crime scene and go, murdered him? Because about 52 minutes ago, you asked me where you should put your chewing gum if I'm not putting it in the cup. Yeah, just Where should I put it? Because I can't put it in the no, cup. No, because obviously I want... Admitting I, guilt. I, I wanted to learn from Dan's mistake. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Terrible defence. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. It was horrific. Anyway, get on with the game. <laughs> Stub zero whoopsie. Stub zero whoopsie. So mm. I will give you the start of a story. You've just got to work out if it's true or false, and then Carl will elaborate, oh, basically. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, then. So the first one, Carl once nearly got kicked off the first hole at a Ryder Cup golf course. That's a stubsy. That definitely happened. I'm sure of it, because he's like that, isn't he? He'd be gobbing off or something. That's a whoopsie. He, d- he doesn't know, by the way, what stories that... I well, can't remember it. I'm so Sorry. nervous. That's a whoopsie that's for a, me. Okay, we've gone split now. I think it's a stubsy. Carl? No, that is not true. Oh, that's a shame. It's a whoopsie. Well, actually, I I was reliably informed that was true. Oh. <laughs> he was very <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, no, apparently, oh. apparently, you were playing at the Belfry and you went out the night before, got levered, <laughs> missed his tee-off time... <laughs> And the rest of the guys were on the second hole. He got into a golf buggy. 
<laughs> drove so drove shit. down the first fairway and the starter was just screaming at him to get back. <laughs> yeah. So a point to me then, yeah? yeah? Yeah, I forgot about that actually. So yeah, it was actually true. It could, could be a thing going that, Bozzy? Maybe. Yeah, little rat. Yeah, no, so we went out to Bel Air, as you do when you go play golf. Stand the in it. Got very drunk, uh, very, very drunk. And they stupidly, like, I was on a stag do or something, and they, no, I think it was an end of season do. They booked, like, the earliest tea time in the world. I say early, it was, like, eight or something. It's I, early enough you've been in Bel Air till 4am. Yeah, exactly. And literally, I was still absolutely steaming. So, yeah, rolled out, just hopped in a buggy. And uh, went past, and the starter was literally sprinting down the fairway after us. Unbelievable. The fact you don't remember it is, is also good. Yeah. Next right, up, so the one, one nil to uh, Stocksy. So, in there. the next one the Carl once played hide and seek with a bouncer on a night out. 100% Stubbsy. That's a Stubbsy. Because <laughs> I know the story. So that's, that's a Stubbsy. <laughs> Carl? Talk us through it, Stubbo. Uh, so, we was in Beer Colour, I believe. Yeah, Beer Colour. And. Uh, we was on a table. I think there's some females present. And um, one of them bent over the table <laughs> to pick yeah. something. Stubbs are all the So I got a little bit of, a uh, little bit, well, it weren't really bum crack, but you know where like their back sort of goes in a little bit. I just poured, bum a, crack. I just poured, just poured a little bit of drink down. <laughs> what an arsehole. No, no, it wasn't the arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> crack. It went there. Um, so anyway, she obviously... Sense of humour failure. And, oh, uh, come on, love. Kicked off, big time. Anyway, the bouncer comes over and I literally am like swearing blind. It's not, look, mate, I didn't even do it. Prove it. If you can show me the CCTV of me pouring the drink down her dress. <laughs> so he went off. <laughs> he went off to go find the CCTV. Anyway, whilst he was gone trying to find the CCTV, I was walking, well, I was like on my hands and knees underneath the table and everything <laughs> hiding from him. So when he come back, he had no idea. <laughs> and the lads were all like pissing themselves. I was be like popping my head up in between people. All I could see was this bouncer just popping up and down and Carl just poking around corners. Anyway, he caught me in the end and yeah. yeah. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> but we looked at the CCTV. I was gone, ski. See you later. Gone. Yeah. So two, two, one. Stocksy them. Oh, yeah. Uh, two more. Um, <laughs> Carl once got caught robbing an arcade. Uh, whoopsie. That's a whoopsie. Yeah, he's not a thief. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> 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 oh, but geez. Pick up the story, Carl. Oh, gee. Sorry, Mum. Um, <laughs> Hi, Bev. We're on a. Uh, we've just been to Laser Questing. I was only. I was only young at this stage. I think it's still. Actually, it started in early age. Yeah, it's about ten, maybe. We'd gone Laser Questing at Skegness. Anyway, the, I'd like spent all my money on food and all the rest of it. So uh, the two P. I wanted to play the two P machines, but obviously didn't have any money left. So I just went round booting the two two P machines. So all the two P's would fall. And then this uh, this bouncer came over. Yeah, he was not happy. You and bouncers, mate. Honestly, yeah. get on. Yeah, there's a recurring party. theme with yeah, most. Yeah, I've of got a fair, I've got a fairly good idea what the last story is going to be. Uh, well, it does yeah. lead nicely onto the last one. <laughs> last one. Well, that Robson. was the end of my thieving days. I wouldn't really call it thieving because I put the I put, <laughs> thieving days back I put, in the day. I put the two piece back in the machine. Can Oliver twist over there? <laughs> <laughs> so the last one. Carl once tried to become a male pole dancer, but failed. Oh, that's true. Hundred percent. How is that not a stubsy? That's, like, yeah, it's my favourite Stubbsy moment, <laughs> yeah. by far. 
And Carl picks up the story. Why, why don't you two uh, talk to Alfred? Because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was Newcastle, wasn't it? It was, it was on a night out in Newcastle and we're all having a great night, all a little bit drunk, got into the club at the end of the night. Um, I think you got pied off by a couple of girls just about 10 minutes before. Yeah. He was and fucking I think, blind. I think you got to that point where you thought, yeah, I've had enough of tonight. Yeah. And he just came over to me and Danny and went, lads, watch this. <laughs> And we thought, oh no, what's going to happen here? Next thing, there was the girl pole dancing on next to the DJ po- booth. Podium dancers. He starts grinding. Was it players? No. Shirt, shirt, shirt off. off. Yeah. I was, Wilson's absolutely right. I was absolutely blind. I Boated, shirt off. Yeah. I, I was no putting a bit on. of graft early doors with a couple of girls. It was out. I was like, mate, this ain't working. I couldn't even speak. So I was like, I need to get out. And I obviously stop you. Need to leave in style, so I was like, "Here, lads, watch this." So I just <laughs> went over to this podium, climbed up on it, and then took my top off and started spinning it around above my head. Next thing I know, Next thing I'm, not even, I'm not even, I'm not even joking. There's about fifteen bouncers piling Jeez. on this. Not only that, when he did get thrown out because he had a white shirt on and a like a black denim thing on, on top of it. He he thought that uh, just wearing the white t-shirt would get him back in. So he ditched his jacket, goes back up, was like, what, mate? He's like, your face hasn't changed. <laughs> and so he tries to get back in, went back to try and, because you hid your jacket down to, just like in a... In, Inconspicuous place to go back and pick it up at the end of the night. Some trumpet, some trumpet. So now he was stuck outside a nightclub at two AM. I was freezing my tits off because some tramp had got my jacket. There's only one place to go, and that's twenty four hour Greg's in that situation. Buy the homeless gentleman a sausage roll and get your jacket back. Oh, I was fuming. You couldn't see straight, so I do anything else. Well, thanks for that, man. That's, really that. that's it. Did I win three, that? three, yeah, three, two, Stocksy. That's a disappointing oh, yeah. performance from you, Dan, since you were probably involved well, in... Well, considering you didn't even know that you did the first <laughs> one. Fucking hell. <sighs> well. Anyway. Should we right. close it? Good week. Mm. Right, let's close the show. I'm not actually a thief. <laughs> it's a DP machine. I feel guilty about that. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> literally, like, sorry, sorry We was in the car on the way sorry, home, and that was literally all I could think about. I was like, if my mum finds this out, I'm <laughs> well, She knows now. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't think she could tell me I've too much now. It's about 20 years ago. You lied about your skateboard as well. Lonzy, it doesn't stop you getting a girlfriend, Carl. Oh. That's fine. Right, you have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent with me, Adam Stocks, him, Dan Taylor. Cheerio. Him, Carl Stubbs. <laughs> Goodbye. And in the guest chair, guest chair, Matt Wilson. Goodbye. See you next week.